Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the all sparkly. Thank you, Clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Talk shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine. The glory hole is like a, a like big theater of magic your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Welcome back to another week of By the By. This is Angela. This is Bradford. And we have some very special guests with us today. Yay! We have Finn and Emma from the Normalizing Non-Monogamy podcast. Which is a podcast that if you, as soon as you get done listening to this podcast, go and download all of theirs and listen to it back to back to back to back. I mean, it'll be like, what, 12 days? (laughs) It'll be a long time. It's 14 days, actually. I just checked. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you... The amount of information, though, that you would learn from those 14 days, yeah. uh, you would get a PhD. It's at least one day worth. <laughs> <laughs> you would have a PhD in sexiness. So you should do it. That's the whole yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your master's degree in sexology. <laughs> well, thanks for having us, by the way. Yeah, We're excited to chat with you. Yes. Thanks Absolutely. for uh, connecting with us from a world, half a world away. Yeah. It's almost exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so as everybody knows, we're in Australia and they're somewhere in the middle of the U.S. So yeah, it's uh, it's always neat when technology allows us. Anyway, this is not a technology podcast. <laughs> I'm just amazed by it. I, I can see their faces. Thank yeah, God, because it took us the last, it took the last hour to get the technology working. <laughs> <laughs> so we should brag about it. <laughs> we should talk about it. Because we made it work. Uh, yes. <laughs> we yes. bent it to our will. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so we've brought Finn and Emma on to discuss a topic that is one I think we could talk about for days, but we're going to discuss single men in the lifestyle. Dun, dun, dun. And I expect this to be like a part one because I, I, yeah. I feel like we'll talk about this over and over and over again. Could be. Um, but Could it's be. something that we've talked about both just Angela and I and then also with, with friends like uh, Finn and Emma mm-hmm. uh, and then with other folks and podcasters. And it's something that often comes up. And I think it's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about because I don't think they necessarily know how to talk about it. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. There's a lot of issues. Do you want to start with something? Well, thank you for assuming we know how to talk about it. We appreciate <laughs> We appreciate well, that. You know, look, we're like a Venus flytrap. We don't know how to talk about it either. And we just like grab onto somebody like, oh, look, they'll, they're smart. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and experience. We'll we, we all we all have opinions, at least, right? So right. We'll, we'll, we don't have any shortage of those, and we'll we're happy to share. Them. I, I I am not an opinionated person. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Angela. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so let's just let's take it from the top. Single men in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, general thoughts, like like what when when you see a single fella at either a, a party or online or whatnot. What is what's your immediate gut reaction? So for me, I think it honestly depends upon the person, but I think it also depends 
And I would have the same reaction, whether it's a single man or a single woman, in that, first of all, I think it's good that they've come along because it can take a lot of guts to come to an event by yourself and not to have the safety net of a a partner with you. Um, But I also think a lot of it depends upon how they're acting. And, And again, to me, I don't think it matters single male or female. We'll kind of get into that a bit later. But it's you know, are they being polite and courteous, respectful and, and talking and engaging with people in a good manner? Or are they being a bit forceful, maybe a bit belligerent, like, yeah, a bit more gur. And, and so I think it honestly really kind of depends, but I am always intrigued when I see a single person, let's say a single male at an event as to what their experience has been and as to what are their reasons for being there and what are they looking for out of the night? I would agree completely with you, Angela. Like it, it all depends on the person and how, on how they're acting and whether I'm comfortable or not. And like you said, whether it's female or male, it doesn't matter. It's, it all depends on if they're those things, like if they're respectful and on just everything you just said. Yeah. And I was just going to just pile on the giving a mad respect for being there on their own oh, because yeah. it's a, it can be a really tough environment and to, to go in there by mm-hmm. yourself and, confront that right you you have to have some i guess some chops to pull that off so some balls is that what you're gonna say (laughs) that actually that actually leads into my next like my next point which is like and i'm playing devil's advocate here i am i am so supportive of single men uh in the lifestyle and in lifestyle situations but you know single men are the we get uh we get so many dick pics sent to us via instagram via uh twitter and and oftentimes those come from what i would assume are single men mm-hmm. so you talk about behaving and and how they behave uh in in group settings or in actual IRL but what about the online personas like like yeah. What's what's our opinion on those? Because personally, I don't mind a dick pic. Like, I look at it and honestly, I, I tend to laugh because uh, it, it tends to be like a, a an unsolicited dick pic is funny. I, I can't yeah. come up with a way that it's sexy. And I've read papers where they suggest that what this is is peacocking. Uh, that which I think is even funnier because the word cock. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they're basically just showing off what they've got, really for no actual reason other than to show off what they got and there it's for them it's not for the recipient uh right i'm assuming you all get dick pics as well i mean you you do a sexual podcast so i'm assuming you get dick (laughs) so here is probably the most dangerous thing i will ever say in public we have never i don't know if you want to say this (laughs) we have never we have never received on any of our personal no, or no podcast on our podcast accounts, maybe in our personal one. We have gotten them in the past. Our personal. We have never received through the podcast any, I don't even know if like any nude photos. My God. I mean, right. unsolicited. So I don't know if, I don't know what the deal is with that, but thank you. This is not a request for those. <laughs> it was just a, that you heard it here first. <laughs> when, when you're saying, yeah, we get tons of them. Like, it's the one thing that we were a little bit worried about starting this podcast and it's, it's never happened. So we're, we're happy to continue that, that trend. But in your personal accounts you have. Yeah. Yeah. We have over the years and very, very rarely. Yeah. But rarely. Yeah. I don't even, I can't even think of one. Mostly. I think it's been if, uh, in a few years ago, if we started or I started talking with a single guy, sometimes they'll just start out like 
we'd say hi and like exchange like kick names or whatever. And then the first thing they do is send me dick pics. Um, again, this cracks me up. Yeah, not very often, but it does happen. But so, so I guess I will say the, you know, the the thing for us is, and and it, I guess it, maybe it works, right? And this is the thing that I'm puzzled by. Does it work on somebody? Because would you continue to do it if it didn't work? And but like and I that's think that's to, what Bradford said. It's for them. It's for them, right? Yeah. And it's, it's not about it working or not working, but mm-hmm. it, taking it to a different place of the. One of the frustrating things that we have happened to us, because we we put on our profiles that we're okay reaching out or having single males reach out to us, and we've we've had experiences in that realm of things, and it's it can be really fun, but we're you know typically not looking for the guy who is like, hey girl, you want to like you're you're mine now, right? Kind of like taking wanting to like come in and be super like. I don't even know how to explain it, right? I, I will give a really good example. We recently had some messages come to us on one of the dating sites that we're on. And the guy looked great. Pictures were great. Seemed respectful. He's all the things. I'm super educated, all these things. And then the first, he sends us a message. It was a nice message. We responded. And his message back was, so are you guys into DP or DBP? I think it was when do you, I think it was when do you want a DB, DP yeah, or DBP? Yeah, it was like the first message. And, we were, and I was just like, how the fuck did this happen? Like it was everything, everything like seemed good and it just went off the rails so fast. Right. So it's, it's for us, it's more about like building and I don't know, like building some type of relationship, some type of friendship, some type of connection that is beyond just let's, let's hit the DVP tomorrow. Well, and I don't have any problem discussing that if it gets to that point, but I, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that escalates very quickly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Not necessarily first thing out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. We have to do double oral first. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's like, what, what happened. To, like we jumped straight to airtight. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question or a few series of questions going back to the dick pics. Yeah. So unsolicited dick pics, you know, people are like, oh, I don't really want them, blah, 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 whatever. What about pictures of a woman's boobs? Unsolicited boob pics? I don't want okay? any unsolicited pics. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna say that flatly. Like unsolicited pics, that is, the, you're sending pics without consent. Yep. Yep. You're giving someone something with no consent. Yeah. Um, if you say, "Can I send you a?" And we've got plenty of friends that say, "Hey, can I send you a pic?" Yes. And now, like, and absolutely. Um, but like, I don't want to see. Like, there are things in this world that don't photograph well. <laughs> Breasts are not one of those things. Breasts photograph very well. And it's something that you can photograph yourself very well. Mm-hmm. Um, vaginas and penises do not no. photograph very well. No. They it, it doesn't. Tr- and I'll say, I think a, I was going a, to a, vagina next. A, so. a, 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 a dick pic is no. better than a vagina pic. Like it's just really hard to take a good shot of your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you going to do? Set the timer and then squat over the camera? Like it doesn't work. Um, and occasionally you'll get on Grinder and whatnot, and we've gotten this on Twitter, pictures of guys' assholes, which is another thing that is very hard to take a picture of unless you have a friend. <laughs> but then if you have a friend taking a picture of your asshole, you probably don't need to send it to me. <laughs> yeah, and again, I, I, for me, it's just – it's so easy to say, hey, would you be interested in a picture? Like. Yeah. Uh, Can I send you a a naughty, a a naughty picture? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and chances are somebody's going to say yes. Right. I mean, 
pretty good odds. Even if you don't want to see it, you're curious, right? So you're, <laughs> they're probably going to say yes, but you don't have to surprise people. That's my, that's my two yeah. cents. Just don't surprise me with it. Yeah. That. I agree. Well, also, because if you surprise me with it, I could be on the bus or on the train and there could be people looking over my shoulder. Whereas if you give me a heads up, then I'm like, okay, I need to turn my phone away a little yeah, bit. Yeah, which, which reminds me of a meme that I saw the other day. Yeah. Or like hanging out with your mom or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mom, what you think of this dick pic? Uh, right. Your mom's like, I'd ride that. You're like, what? <laughs> uh, reminds me of a meme I saw the other day that uh, I saw this really uh, inappropriate, disgusting guy who was watching porn over my shoulder on the bus today. <laughs> took, yeah. it took us a, it was a satellite delay <laughs> <laughs> what's really great is you can actually see the light bulb go off in both of their heads uh-huh. <laughs> it was it was headlights outside the window <laughs> i want to make it very clear that i don't think unsolicited dick pics are restricted strictly to 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 single men no but it i mean dick pics are restricted to to male bodied people um but you like, probably probably also want to confirm that you don't think vaginas are ugly for anybody who misconstrued that. No, but pictures of them can be. Correct. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. No. Vaginas are amazing. Uh, but like I, I want to be there. Like it's like theater. I'd much rather see the play than watch the movie. So I lost my train of thought completely now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Good job. You're welcome. I just I just didn't want any of the female body people thinking that you were shaming their vaginas. No, 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 no. No, there's no. Because I know, I know you well enough to know that's not your your. My MO. Yeah, yeah. No, no body shaming. No, God no. No. Uh, just picture shaming. You were talking about porn on the bus. <laughs> you betcha I was. Um, so then, going back a bit to what we were talking about. Uh, at let's say a meet and mingle or something mm-hmm. like that. Like as long as for me, the single guy is like, and we've seen the single guys that come and it's like, they're in joggers or, or tracky dacks as they call them down here in Australia. And it's like, they're wearing ratty t-shirts with questionable slogans. Make an effort. Yeah. You're trying to pick people up. And I think that goes across the board for anybody who goes to an event is you're trying to pick someone up, make an effort to look halfway decent. But I think that's something interesting that we've seen more often than not is if you have a single male and a single female. Statistically, if one of them is going to be dressed poorly, it's the guy. And it makes me wonder why? Like, Do you not know what nice looks like? Do, do you expect this to work? Which I think kind of goes into that dick pic and cat calling wolf whistles, I don't think they even expect it to work. So then why put forth the effort? Is that what you're saying? Why show up in the first place? Because you don't have to be like dressed in a tuxedo or anything, but even just like a button up shirt and some nice pants. If you You were dressed in a tuxedo, you were definitely going home with us. I I will say that (laughs) flatly. Like I know you, I know me. Whether you want to or not, you're coming home with us. You got to dress <laughs> Get the duct tape and the rope, Angela. <laughs> no, I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be a tux or a suit. Just yeah. a decent shirt, some jeans. What I mean, whatever nicer, you're comfortable nicer, in. Nicer clothes. Nicer yeah. clothes. And yeah, and, yeah I, I totally agree. And, you know, we've actually had some situations where the conversations we've had with with single males at a meet and greet or at a club have been far superior to conversations that, that we've had with couples, yeah. right? Where Absolutely. You'll, you'll go and you'll start talking with a couple and you can tell one or the other maybe doesn't want to be there. And so they're super standoffish or 
one of them's just trying to be nice and the other one doesn't want to talk to you. And so we've, we've had some really good interactions with, with mm-hmm. single people in general, but single guys where they're super conversational and they can chat us up and talk for a while. And it doesn't have to be about sex or it can just be a normal conversation. And yeah. so we, we have had some really good experiences with that. So it's, it's not everybody. No, for sure, it's no. Not everybody. no. And I think that that leads into an interesting point is single men at a club or let's say house party, depending on where you live, but you know, allowing single men into the club, a lot of places don't allow single men period. And those that do will often restrict the numbers. And further onto that, the men often will pay a premium to be there. Whereas if you flip all of that single women, the numbers are rarely capped. And they're sometimes let in for free, if not at a very discounted Severely rate. Severely discounted rate. And so it's almost like single women are encouraged to come in. Single men are not encouraged to come in when they're allowed. But that also sort of makes sense. I mean, like I can see – I honestly think that you're much more likely to have a single man want to come to a sex party, swing party, whatever – over a single woman, because you look at the way society is right now, I, I, I think the first thing that is going to be questioned is the single woman's safety. Mm-hmm. And so you're yeah. you're trying to encourage that. So I get that. So I guess then that leads us into this question: Should single men pay more? Should single women pay less? But let's go back to the safety aspect. <clears throat> in that, if you're a single woman and you're looking to find someone to have sex with that night, and your options are to go to this club or party versus going out to just a general nightclub or a general bar and picking someone up, which one is going to be safer? And I would argue that, that, I mean, the realistically your chances are likely to be safer at a club or a house party where you do have a lot of, of couples and a lot of people that are just looking to strictly hook up. And that's really about it. And you've got a venue that, you know, you're, you're there with other people. It's not like you're going back to someone, a stranger's house, or they're coming back to your house or anything. So I would argue that it's a bit safer to go to a a sex party or a swingers club or someplace like that. If you're a single female to try and find someone to play with. But I do think that that's, from a safety perspective, if you're a single woman and you're coming into an event like that, would you feel as safe if there are single men allowed? I, w- I was just going to plug uh, shamelessly, but with with purpose, and a story that we had on our show just recently, which is there was a couple who they were looking to get into the lifestyle, but they didn't really have a ton of money and they didn't really want to both pay to go to this club. So they sent the woman mm-hmm. because it was free. So she went to their club for the first time by herself. And she said she felt hands down safer there than she ever felt anywhere at any bar she's ever been to in her life. And there were people having sex all around her. But she said she they had emailed the club owners beforehand and said, this is what's happening. And they met her there. They showed her around. They introduced her to people. Those people watched her back. And so she, she felt like she had a community around her. And she yeah. said, yeah, it was safe. she felt safer and more welcome and secure than she ever felt going to a bar Mm -hmm. on her own or even with her husband uh, outside of that. So I think if you, I think for people who are listening that are thinking like, yeah, it would be unsafe because it's a sex club. It's probably quite the opposite because people are much more tuned into that safety and security because if you're not, 
it's, it's you're not allowed. It's not going to work, and it's going to be shut down pretty quick. Yeah, and, and I think what you said too about it being a community is it very much is is a community, and whether people at the club knew each other before or not, there's still that sense of community once you're there, and it's a bit self policing. People do look out for one another. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Like, if I were a single woman going to a bar trying to hook up with somebody, I would feel much safer going to that club or party because of that community. Like, mm-hmm. I know if someone was harassing me, I could say something to somebody or and something would happen. Yeah. Whereas at a bar, that would not happen. So you would feel that yeah. way whether or not there were single men allowed into the club? Yeah, I think so. Because So then the question is, is there a cap on the number of single men? Well, so here's here's we were talking about this earlier today, and yeah. we've, we've actually talked about this quite a bit in the past because we've we've thought about creating some type of events for for our show and and just in general. And so, the, sort of our belief is, I think that everybody. I don't think there should be a cost for for men and women and couples. I think there should be a cost for a person, and it should be the same cost no matter who the person is. And we think that the vetting process. Whether, you, whether you're allowed in or not should be some type of application process that, that may be a little bit lengthy. And by that, I mean uh, something you fill out, you have to send it in, wait a couple of days, you hear back, like almost like a little bit of an interview process. And so the, the downside is you're not going to be able to decide at four o'clock in the afternoon that you're going to the club at nine. But the quality of people who are going to be there are people who really want to be there. And are going to be people who have gone through some type of vetting to make sure they're going to be, you know, somewhat safe, somewhat, again, just vetted in by the owners of the, the venue. And the the benefit that we kind of see to that is if you start charging people more and more and more to go because they're a man or a woman or whoever, there starts to be this entitlement. Like, well, I paid $120 to be here tonight and you only paid $50. I'm going to get, I'm going to get some, and then it can become a little predatory with, you know, I, again, I paid a lot of money to be here. I want to get something out of it. I don't want to just waste my hundred. And that's, and that's where the piece where I don't think I would make, it would make me feel very comfortable because we've been in that situation before is where people really, they feel entitled and they want something out of it. Well, it's funny you say that though, because we've ran into situations where single women pay nothing or very little, and because they've paid nothing or very little, they have nothing to lose. Yeah. So oh, they tend too. to feel entitled, and you know they're obnoxious and loud, and they're the ones that are the problem. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'll say at least from our experience with single males at our secret spot. Because mm-hmm. I mean that's the place we go to most commonly, and now it, the our secret spot in Annandale will regularly allow single men in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you said, they, they're filling out this form, they're initialing, they're signing. And they are vetted ahead of time. And they're vetted ahead of yeah. time. Uh, but each time they come in, they have to re-sign this page. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the, we've, had, we've seen those issues, and, and the problems that we've had are typically with single women, not with single men. Yeah, right. Yeah, we've had more issues with single women. Because they've paid more, I, maybe because they've paid more, and they have more to lose. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, and I think, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't see a reason that everybody shouldn't have to sign that form. And and, and, I, yeah. go, and go through some type of process in that, that I don't know that you should necessarily cap just the single males. I feel like, if anything, you should try to figure out what balance. type of a good balance or good ratio is yeah. and strive for that. And yeah, it's going to yeah. cap the single males. It's going to cap the single females. It's going to cap the maybe the, the single people, right? Who who knows what, what gender they are. Yeah. It's irrelevant yeah. that... 
Well, it would cap everything and cap couples too. If you're trying to mm-hmm. like meet but a scarcity certain- leads to demand. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. But I also think that that's something in the lifestyle that traditionally people feel like there should be more single females than there are single men. Because the thought is that more people are looking for unicorns than they are for single men. But yet we know a lot of couples who much prefer a single man for maybe a hot wifing scenario or something mm-hmm. like that. And I, and, say, I think that's I mean, stereotypical, but I, in, yes. my, in talking to all the people we've talked to, I don't think that's true. I don't think it is either. Yeah, no. I agree completely. But, it, but there is kind of that mindset of, oh, well, we'd rather have more single females. But no, I don't think it's true at all. I think, like you said, there needs to be a balance between the two. And we were even at a club recently where there were single females and single males. And a single female ended up hooking up with a single male. Yeah. And yeah. so it's that like – should not be know. allowed. <laughs> <laughs> They are, like, they are there for us as the couples to serve us. <laughs> the singles are there for the couples. <laughs> oh my God, that is great. That should be something you sign on the form. I will not hook up with another single person <laughs> at this event. God, that well, is. What if so it's in an orgy situation? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you sound I, like I'm a real asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We do. They can hook up when we're done with them. I'm kidding. <laughs> No, I think, I, yeah, I think it's just I, people are looking for high quality people in this lifestyle. And I think, yeah, there's some people who you, you see it a lot on profiles of, oh, we're, we're here looking for other females. We're here looking for other females. We're looking for that third. Mm-hmm. And, and the amount of people that we've talked to over the last year and a half and, and really over the last 10 years of doing this, who've been like, yeah, we started looking for that. And quickly realize that's not what we like and what we actually like is this and there's some who have who've come full i don't want to say full circle but they're like we started looking for single females and we actually really enjoy the single male dynamic much better and so yeah you can you can say well yeah people say that a lot more but is that really what they're looking for or is that really what ends up being what they're looking for i think that's why there needs to be both I think maybe yeah. it's, it's the fact yeah. that, that, you know, when people make their profile and they throw it up online, they put that up there and then they never touch it again for, uh, you know, ever. And it's just kind of out there historically logged that there's all these people looking for single females. But I don't, I don't think it's true. I think there are some obviously, but I don't think it's as many as we think. And I agree with you. I, I can say with absolute certainty that, the number of we've played with single females before and it's really funny because it does go back to that porn mentality what do you see in porn and you know at least in our generation the porn mentality was always male female female and it was always the man in the center of the two women like mm-hmm. the women had some interaction but it was all about the, the the man because men were traditionally consuming that kind of porn and i think what happens is you you've got this mentality of well that's what i'm supposed to want so that's what i that's what I want. When in actuality, the the truth of the matter is one guy trying to pleasure two women is so much fucking work. And it's so exhausting that like it, it, I don't know. It's, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fun, but it's much easier to every, for everyone to be happy in the end and completely satisfied with two men and one woman. Yeah. I also feel, free say to, that, feel free to disagree. Well, I was going to just say that if you're looking at, at ratios and things, whenever we go into like a, I'm going to say a group play situation, we always like to have an odd number. It, yeah. it kind of, if we're looking at a puppy pile situation anyway, where people aren't necessarily paired off, 
A puppy pile is a lot of fun with an odd number of people, whether it's male or female, as far as the whoever's the odd numbered one. But it's fun to have that because that way it can create a lot of different kind of scenarios as to how you play. But also if you want to break at some point, then you don't feel like, oh, well, somebody else has to stop playing as well because I'm stopping. There's always somebody else there to jump in. And so, yeah, I tend to think it's a little bit more fun with an odd number if that can be arranged. Yeah. If the baseline is the odd rather than the odd is what happens when somebody needs a glass of water. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. So, do you guys have like specific experiences with single males that were, I don't know, both positive and less than positive? And, and I don't mean like over chats. Cause I think we've all had those with mm-hmm. everyone, uh, couples, single males, single females, where we've had bad experiences and good experiences, but I mean like in a face to face to face. Yeah. I think I'm thinking I'm, I'm trying to, I guess that I should also add that you, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You can talk about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, I mean, we've had, uh, we've had really good experiences I, I'm trying to think of a time where we had a bad experience. In person. In person. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to think of too. Because we, we haven't had a ton of single guy experience. But in the ones that we have, we they've all been really good. So Your vetting process must be very good. It's, <laughs> shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, for us, I think it's, it's sort of like we found that they're either really good or they're the... Mm. When are we going to DP? Like they, there's, yeah, like, there's like, not a whole lot of like middle ground where it's. They like, tend to weed themselves out pretty quick yeah. in our experience, at least yeah. before yeah. we get to the meeting part. I guess there's we've met a couple. There's some that have just that, like faded out. Yeah, they just like, kind of hey, didn't didn't, it, didn't really mesh. But they weren't bad people or any have a bad experience. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't you know meshing with us. Yeah, I think that's mostly our experience as well. Is that that we just didn't click. There was, there was either no chemistry or like we were after different things or, yeah, exactly. or something along that line. I was going to say the times that I can think of that single males have fallen off for us. So I don't think we've had any bad, bad in-person experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, sometimes they fall off the radar because your styles don't match. Maybe there's just not the chemistry to keep conversation going. The other thing that for me personally, I really don't like is I don't like a very pushy person. And that goes for... We've had it most with single men, I would say, than with couples. 
or females, but, but people who are like, when are we going to meet up? When are we going to meet up? What are you doing? You know, da, da, da. And it's just like, we all have lives and we have busy schedules. We'll get there. Like, let's work on this. But when it's like every day, like, are you free? Are you free? Can we meet up? And it's just like, no, leave me alone. So that's the point. That's one place where I will be like, no, I'm, I'm done with you. This isn't going to work. But I'd say we've really only had that with with a couple, a couple of individuals, individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I was, I'll tell a quick one because it's kind of funny. And it really wasn't even that bad of an experience. It was, we had, we were at a house party and Emma had been walking around in like high high heels all night and like barefoot, right? So you're like, your feet aren't super clean. And we got to the point where we were having some fun and, and the guy kept sucking on her toes. And it was just, that was really hard for me to watch. But it wasn't. <laughs> and then I was just like, just don't, just don't kiss her. Like yeah. you can suck on them all night long if you want. But just, I didn't even, I didn't say that. I was kind of like trying to keep my lunch down. But yeah, it was. That was maybe our worst in-person experience with a single male. Honestly, like they haven't been bad, and that's not really bad. And no, that, yeah. no. But that is disgusting. And that could have been avoided in with some communication that we didn't do in the moment yeah we just didn't expect it it. i didn't expect it (laughs) i kind of froze and i didn't know what to do as a side note do you like people sucking on your toes not really no me neither (laughs) yeah Yeah, it would be different if i really liked it i think but even then at least let me wash them yeah that's true but you know what if maybe that's his thing maybe he likes it you know he likes it a little dirty (laughs) (laughs) yeah we i you know to each their own yeah i won't judge yeah but yeah we haven't we haven't had any bad in-person experiences where people have like flipped out or gotten angry or been super mm-hmm. pushy there. I mean, mm-hmm. there's always a little bit of the like, and, and, and I will say like, you know, the people who are asking you like, how about tomorrow? How about tomorrow? Like, I imagine there's so much ghosting that happens. Yes. That they have to be a little bit persistent, Fair Yeah, enough. but uh, there's sort of a line, right? Like you can't do it every day, but you, they well, probably have can, to stay on top of it. Yeah. Well, and, the, and from the other point of view, like, I can see how it's annoying because I don't want someone to like to expect me to drop everything in my life just to meet them today, tonight. And like, sure, that might work once in a while. That would be really fun. But mm-hmm. we have all have busy lives and there's other things that need to be done. And I think most people are considerate and understanding of that. So, yeah. you know, and, and I totally get the, the being persistent with the with the ghosting thing. But it's what's funny is it's, it's all about perspective. If I'm really busy and you're constantly hassling me, I'm much more likely to pull back. But that person prob- may not be as busy. They might be having a, maybe a down day at work or a day off or something. So it doesn't feel like they're mm-hmm. really being aggressive. Uh, and I just think it's kind of interesting. I think we as as people in this lifestyle really need to look at that and recognize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately I think that, uh, single men have it worse than, than couples and, and single women because the, the, the pool is deeper. There's more of them. Yeah. And there's a little bit of a stigma too, that it's like, yeah, I guess to your point, there's so many of them out there that if it, if they're not doing exactly what you think they should be doing, mm-hmm. You're like, meh, next one. Yeah. Next one. Next one. Right. But in there's always another one. Right. And I think with the on the single female side, people probably are a little more lenient. They're like, Well, yeah, she burned our house down, but you know, she's pretty, <laughs> but God, she's, she's hot. pretty hot. She's Get pretty it? hot. She's Let's give her another chance. Burn the house down because she's hot. Yeah. That's right. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll give her another chance. We'll give her another chance. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But you're right. And that it like you said, Bradford, I think it does come down to the fact of how big is the pool and what do you have to choose from? And when your pool is a lot bigger, you can be a lot choosier. Yeah, and I will say too, like and not that we're like easy, but the bar isn't that high to like create <laughs> create communication and just have a conversation right it's, yeah. we're not we're not expecting mensa level com- just let's just chat and have fun a good conversation mm-hmm. about life yeah. and some common interest and it's you know just sending a message every 30 days and being like hey like that's probably not going to work oh my god the right? number of haze that we get <laughs> no. Could we cover a field with all the Does hay? The, we could. We could. We could. We could keep a full herd of cattle alive. Uh, like, why? Why do we start these conversations? And you can always tell, like, how serious they are, be based on the number of whys that's after it. Because if it's like, hey, H E Y, it's like okay. But if it's like H E Y Y Y, like hey, and then you've got the H E quadruple. 12 6 y which is like hey like, <laughs> like, what <laughs> does that ever work does it right is that the new hello must. i don't know <laughs> yeah I, I would say the other one is communicating with with both people right and not assuming that it's just mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. and yeah and, I mean, and some people that works, right? And I think there can be a point where you're like, hey, yeah, feel free, talk to whoever you want. But if you're a couple on one of these sites, like if the message is like, hey, girl, you want to meet up? And it's like, yeah. there, you kind of have to have to remember there's two people yeah. there. And it's not like you need to be like, hey, sir, may I have permission to talk to your wife? Like, it's, it doesn't have to be that mm-hmm. extreme. But hey, how are you two doing? Yeah. What are you two into? Like, yeah. Well, we, establish some sort of relationship with both with yeah, the three but- of you and then what we've done in the past too is then like once that's happened then it you know I will chat with just the guy mm-hmm. sometimes or whatever depending or you will sometimes and and that's we all establish that that's totally fine but you we get there we don't just assume that yeah right exactly yeah and we've had people that will start a group chat with so there'll be all of us in the chat and then all of a sudden I'll get a message from the guy separately and from the very beginning I'm like no 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 like I want all of us to have some kind of rapport first before we yeah. split off and in fact I actually don't really like ever splitting off no I would much rather just keep it all of us and you know if Bradford doesn't need to be involved that's fine he doesn't need to be involved I just ignore it but at least it's there and because it's even though we do talk about everything and I share it all with him, I would still rather just make it super transparent and have it all there. And so, yeah, I always tell them if they try to split off to a separate conversation with me from the beginning, I'm like, no, I would prefer this to be in the group chat. Let's take it back there. Because I don't, I don't know. I just feel weird. Like having that from the beginning, like, I feel like we're excluding Bradford immediately. And I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. I want you to be part of it. All by myself. (laughs) Yeah. And again, that's, uh, there's some people who are down for that and yeah. that's cool. I just, I think my, my advice, if we were giving advice to single males is we are, don't, don't do that out of the gate. Let the couple lead it. Yeah. Let yeah. the other person lead it. Yeah. And, well, and understand, like learn what their dynamic is mm-hmm. before you make any assumptions because yeah. it could be a lot of different ways. Um, yeah. So, all right. So if we're, we are doing this uh, advice for mm-hmm. single fellas, 
Um, okay. We'll start with with learn. I think that's perfect. Learn the dynamic of of whoever you're approaching, whatever. If it's a, a single, another single, which remember that's not allowed, um, <laughs> <laughs> or or if it's a a couple, learn their dynamic before you. But let them lead. Maybe mm-hmm. you can you can push a little, but let them lead. Um, we also have wear a button up shirt. <laughs> Make an effort to look respectable. Yeah, po- polish yourself. Yes. Um, that- it can be a it can be a polo. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a full. Polos button have up. buttons. So, so do Henleys. I learned this recently. What's a Henley? <laughs> what? I don't know. I know more about fashion than you do. That doesn't seem right. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just just for listeners at home, he's that was a that was a good burn by the way. He's wearing a really nice jacket. Um, it's a down jacket. It's one of those really like tight down ones. I love those. It's a good look. But then every time you stand up, you're wearing underwear. So it's like this. Full, you've got a t-shirt, which I'm assuming is a short sleeve t-shirt, and a down jacket with a hood. Thank God it's not up. Um, and then and then turquoise boxer briefs. No pants. Yeah. No pants. I I told you I knew more about fashion than you. <laughs> so single men don't follow fins. Also, we just looked up what a Henley is. Oh yeah, I've got some so of those. It's yeah, it's a long. It's a long sleeve, sleeve T-shirt. It's a long sleeve T-shirt, but it has the three buttons. Yeah, yeah like like a polo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but without the collar. So again, you don't even need buttons. Just just look nice. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And you don't. Sure. And, just dress nice. dress appropriately. How about that? Yes. Yeah. Next step. Uh, uh, avoid the hair. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum of three wives at the end. Exactly. Of the <laughs> Maximum three wives. Yeah, you can go. Hey, <laughs> you can you can actually start with hey. Just include something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, no dick pics without consent. Before you send any clothing optional pictures, you must have consent. I think that's just good advice. Period for everybody. That's yeah. That's but, for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then opinions on our end. These aren't necessarily advice, but you shouldn't have to pay more to be at a club or any event. You should be vetted based on who you are, not how much money you can afford to pay. I I agree with that. But again, they they might not be able to control all of that. That's but not. Yes. A, I'm not saying that's something that they can control. I'm just saying that's for what facilitators I out there who are listening. <laughs> okay. I tend to agree with that 100. percent I think I can. I honestly. And, and you feel free to disagree with this. I honestly feel like single women, because of the scarcity, maybe should pay less. Um, I don't know what that actually looks like. But single men, I just think that everybody should have a – and this is no matter gender or, or number of people – a one-strike rule. One strike and you're out. Like that's it. Yeah. Um, one of the things that a lot of the gay saunas here in Australia are doing is they're taking pictures of your license. So a lot of the bars do that as well. So that they scan your license, take a picture of it, and it goes to this database. And then everybody pays for this database. And if you've ever had a bad experience or at if a bar has ever had a bad experience with you, they can prevent you from coming in. Or had to kick you out, I think. Or if they've had to kick you out or something like that. They can prevent you from coming in. I think that like this whole, I don't want to give you my ID. I don't want to give you my information. It's not so that the company, it's not so that the the clubs can use it against you. Mm -hmm. It's so that they can protect you. Um, And I also think, so going into that, a lot of people when they do go to a club may give a fake name or email address or something like that. That's not identifying. And 
I don't think it's a bad thing, like you said, Bradford, to have a, a database of people, of real names, real information, but that's only for club use. And then once you get in and you're introducing yourself to people, of course, use fake names, yeah. whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter at that point. You know, you can be whoever you want to be inside of there. But I do, I do kind of agree with the fact that there needs to be some kind of accountability on a real level. Yeah. Whether it's for a single or a couple, even. And because I think that does protect everybody inside the club as mm-hmm. well as the club. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see more yeah. of that. And I would, like I said, I'd like to see more of the one strike and you're out. If you if you break a rule, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Then that's it. You, you're not welcome back. So going back a ways, Finn, to what you were saying about having people fill something out, you know, days ahead of time, et cetera. I also think that that depends on where you're going and what the market is, because I know house parties will often vet people ahead of time. Some of the clubs that we've been to in the US and in Europe, different places around, some of the clubs will make you fill something out ahead of time and you have to send it in. I think it's at least 24 hours before. And so basically you have to be registered on you know some level. They have to register mm-hmm. you, whatever their process is for, for checking things. But then... And, and that's good. And that's good in, in populated areas where you can do that. But if you're in an area where it's not very populated or you rely a lot on tourist traffic or, you know, people visiting, I'm going to say tourists, but people visiting from other cities, yeah. other states, countries, whatever. If you're relying a lot on that traffic to get people into the club, that can make it a lot more difficult because while we plan to go to a club when we're traveling, a lot of people don't. They may be like, oh, hey, we're here. There's a club. Let's check it out. So that makes that pre-vetting for a couple in particular, that makes that a lot more difficult in that now you're relying on people to actually do their homework and to plan on coming before they travel or while they're traveling where internet may or may not be as accessible. So that does make it a little more difficult to vet if you're in that kind of environment. But if you take ID, that's, that is vetting right there. If, if somebody is not willing to give you their ID, they have too much to hide or, or there, there's no, there's no investment. There's nothing for them to lose. So money is for some people is easy. And we've seen that at clubs where people come and couples come in and they're loud and drunk and uh, not following basic rules. Like don't take drinks upstairs, like because they don't if they've already paid their 150 bucks, there's and for them, that's easy. But if they've you know, if we've got a license or some sort of form of governmental ID, like that means that like they do have something to lose now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The other thing I was going to mention too is we recently, I guess last fall, went to uh, the what is it, Oasis? What is it called? Oasis Aqua Lounge. Yeah. In Oasis, Toronto. yeah, Oasis Aqua Lounge in Toronto. And I really liked what they did when we when we entered. They had computers set up, and you had to type in information mm-hmm. and like and register right there on the spot. And then they it was very basic. It was it was very, very basic, basic, very basic. And, but then they set you there, read you, well, told you the rules and basically said, if you don't follow these rules, if you're not respectful, you're going to be seeing a lot of different things in here. And if you're not okay with it, you will be yeah. like one strike, like you're out. Well, and, and, then they, and then they made you be like, do you agree to this? Do you agree to this? Do you agree to this? And there was, there was like somebody in line in front of us who was, who was talking while she was doing this. And she's like, if you talk one more time while I'm reading this, you're leaving now. This wow. is your one chance to like actually listen. Like, and they were seriously strict about it. And, yeah. And they weren't doing it in a group of fifty. They were doing it like in groups if, of like four. In groups of three or four, as they brought people in, and they were doing a really good job of like 
making people know that they took that very seriously. And so I think even something as much as that would would help. And um, I agree, like, even if you coupled that with the yeah. ID thing, yeah. like, that would be even another step. But I think what happens is that a lot of the clubs are afraid to do that because they're afraid that people won't come. I think that there's already a scarcity of clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people will come because that's what, I mean, again, if you sell it as I'm doing this for everyone's safety. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm just looking up this Oasis Aqua Lounge and I'm like, when can we go to Toronto? Yeah, for real. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool place. Yeah, it is. Also, is Toronto ever warm enough to be outside naked in a pool? The it's pool heated. is super hot. It's like basically a hot tub. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. I'm looking at these going – these people are super naked and I've been in Toronto in June and I'm like, there's like two days in June that it's warm <laughs> enough to get into a pool. But yeah, no, I was, it's heated. It's, it's, it's a really cool place. I was going to cool. play devil's advocate on Angela's point about people coming in from out of town in that if you're one of the, the regular patrons of a club that you may feel safer knowing that the people who are coming in from out of town have looked into it a couple of days ahead of time have considered mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're thoughtful about it. They're not just out drunk one night and like, we're going to the swingers club. And then they roll up in there and they're, you know, that that's sort of maybe the thing that you're combating a little bit. And mm-hmm. we, we, we ran up against this when we were thinking about going to a club in New York city back in October and some friends even invited us to it. So we were like referred to this place and, And then we each had to individually fill out it, like write an email to the owners answering all these questions. And then it was like, depending on how long of a wait it is, it'll be, you know, five to seven days before we can respond. And they got back to us in time. And it was like, it wasn't that much time ahead of time. Yeah. But it was like a couple, it took them a couple of days and it was just enough to sort of dissuade people who were, I guess, maybe not genuine about it. And I, yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. the concern, and maybe even more so with people coming in from out of town because it's it's not their club. They don't they don't feel ownership of this place or these people, and if they make a total ass of themselves, they're probably going to be on a flight out before you know before too long. And so I guess I see the point, but I also see the flip side of I think you're just- trying to protect somebody's somebody's space, and yeah. But I think there's a balance between doing that because yes, you obviously you want it to be safe and you and you want to have good people there, but at the same time, you want to be open and welcoming to people who are maybe just starting to think about this and explore and maybe just want to check it out and see what it's all about. Yeah. And you know, and the and for some people that's a scary thing to commit to. And so it may be a bit more of a last minute decision. But maybe in that case, you know, you to kind of commit to that. And then I don't know, like it's, it's a hard balance yeah. between being open and welcoming to people, but at the same time, yeah. you know, having some kind of measure set up to protect the people that are in there. Yeah. No, so. it's, it's, uh, again, it's not an easy answer. Yeah. Right? If it was, everybody would be doing it right. You know, and, and maybe they're doing it the same. Yeah. We're doing yeah. it the same. And maybe there's, and maybe there's some type of when you give, people a tour right if this is their first time ever coming to your club you give them a tour and the person giving the tour has some questions that they ask that are a little bit vetting and mm-hmm. kind of you know weeding them out and that they have the right at the end of that tour to be like i don't think you guys are gonna be a good fit here some i don't know i, I don't have yeah. a, i don't have an answer 
I just it's yeah. just hard too because if you look at it from a business standpoint, like if you're yeah. turning people yeah. away and then they go online and badmouth your your club too, that could also look bad. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's really tricky. and it's quick. It happens quick. Yeah, because I know uh, you know our secret spot suffered from that. They had one guy who wrote a negative review on Google and then Lawrence responded to it, but then the guy went and changed his original, edited his original um, review so that it looked like Lawrence was a lot more aggressive and his response was inappropriate. Mm -hmm. You know, so I didn't know that you could even do that. I didn't know you could either. Like I assumed that some, once somebody responded to you, that you it was couldn't locked. change the yeah. original, but yeah. you can. That's kind of um, fucked up. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and it's fucked up. And then it's, you know, it's unfortunate because if you're a five star place, all it takes is one star, somebody giving you a one star review to really drop your, mm-hmm. sure. Um, th- your total average. I think the ultimate point that like we're trying to push for is that we shouldn't be selecting people based on the amount that they can pay to get in the door and finding, finding ways to do this that aren't, sort of creating a caste system. And mm-hmm. that's, that's in our opinion, what in an ideal situation would be that the people are treated equal on a financial front and that there's a different way of vetting, whether it's tours or interviews mm-hmm. or whatever type of thing works for you that mm-hmm. I just, for us, it being a financial differentiator, we don't like that. Yeah. I mean, and I, I totally appreciate where you're coming from. Um, but isn't that true of, isn't everything already like that? You look at the restaurant business, like it, there is a, there's a bit of a caste system. Mm-hmm. There are and the Michelin starred restaurants mm-hmm. that you go and two people will be a thousand dollars. There's McDonald's where two people can go and you know, well, it's sure, $20. But, but it's not going to be $50 for you and Angela and $80 for the next guy because he's by himself. That depends on how hungry he is. <laughs> so wait, are you saying that we're going to charge people based upon their participation level inside the club? Oh my God. You get charged so, after the and, fact. And then if you're a single that hooks up with another single, that's a $500, that's a $500 penalty. We, we, we already have your credit card and like every action that you do either deducts or, or, <laughs> oh my God, this is, this is actually kind of, I like this. Like, can I scan your arm code? <laughs> I mean, I see. I do see what you're saying, um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think it all depends on what you put into it. So, nicer a nicer club, you should have to pay more. And I guess you, I see what you're saying. Like, but everybody should pay. More. You don't want to pay. You don't want. Yes. You don't want to do a caste system. But then the problem is, it's not like restaurants. There's not like a thousand places that you can choose from. There's. One, maybe two but in I, most cities. But I don't think he's saying a caste system in the clubs themselves. I think he's saying within the club of who's allowed. So like single men paying more than one person and a couple would pay. More than half of a couple well, they would should, pay. I still think that let's yeah. assume a situation where a couple is $150 because the math mm-hmm. is easy and I'm still tired. Um, you know, single man should be $100. A single female might be $50. And that is based on scarcity. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to entice single women to come and there's less single women who want to go than there are single men who want to go. 
So you've got to put some sort of penalty or you're going to end up with a situation in which I would love, which is a sausage fest. <laughs> and Bradford's I'm club not, is $5 for single males. <laughs> $5, $5 foot long. <laughs> He's 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 paying twenty dollars per single male and yeah, yeah. single females are yeah. three hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, I think yeah. it's. I, I don't think there's uh, an answer. There's yeah. not an answer. That's yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a good answer because again, you're in a situation where you have a limited number of locations for people to go. Period. Mm-hmm. A, a very small number, uh, and then you have two groups of people, one who we feel need to be coerced because they're the desired ones, air quotes, uh, for people at home. Then you have a group that is really excited and, and more likely to go, mm-hmm. uh, who actually might be the actual really desired ones, uh, but nobody is willing to admit it. Uh, you know, so there is no mm-hmm. solution, but if you are a single male out there, find a place to go and, and, Present yourself well. Yeah. We'll take you home. <laughs> All right. And I think on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Wrap wanna, this mother up. Yeah. We want to. Oh, we, we really have kind of diverged from the have. single males, but that's okay. I think all in all, I think we all agree that single men are important to the community. Yes. Uh, important to the lifestyle. And we want to see more of them between our legs. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Even Finn's agreeing, right? I'm a, I'm nodding in agreement. He's nodding. He's not disagreeing. So there you yeah. go. Uh, and, and not necessarily between your own legs, but maybe between your partner's legs. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think we covered a lot of awesome ground. So thank you for I having so us too. on to do that. And even though we may have some differing opinions on things, I don't hold a grudge. <laughs> no, the best part is we can have differing differing opinions. I think that's healthy. That's good. That's the whole point. And still right? be friends. I yeah. think we're still that's friends. The point. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and we're not frenemies. I actually do like you. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> At least while the recording's on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will cut you down, man. Uh, but not on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Not like last time. Yeah. So we would like um, to thank you for yes. coming on and joining us. And again, listen to Normalizing Non-Monogamy. Where can they find you all? Normalizingnonmonogamy.com. Or anywhere that you can get podcasts. Really. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're also on the Twitterverse. Instagram. We yeah. don't post a lot, but we are on there. Yeah, we're there. If you tag us in something, we'll see it. <laughs> and we'll probably heart it. We'll hit the heart button. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having us. It was a blast chatting. A huge thank you to Finn and Emma from Normalizing Non-Monogamy. Uh, it was such a pleasure and a joy to, to talk to them uh, today. If you would like to send us questions that you would like us to talk about, you can feel free to email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or you can find us on one of our socials. We are at By the By Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, and on the Twitterverse. Uh, help us out, support us at patreon.com slash by the by podcast. There's all different levels that you can join at. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 